0: To another episode of Between You and Me, season three, episode two. You heard we out here. I'm joined by the homies, Mark. I gotta save the other Mark for next Friday. So let's hold off on the other Mark. You know I'm talking about Mark, Space Force.
1: Oh, oh, okay. I got you.
0: That one. I got, got you. Me. I was like, I have no idea what Mark you're talking about. Yeah, I'm <laughs> the <laughs> only one I've ever met. We gotta wait. I can't use that Mark quite yet because then I can't, you know what I'm saying? But I'm I talking about by, by Mark. That, that was, that's oh. all I got for you. Oh, well, I was going to say, am I actually here? It was like, here <laughs> like I'm falling. It's almost like, OK, like I'm on a cliff, right? And you hold on yep. my hand and you right, let right go right. of me. He's like, I can't hold you no more. And I'm like, Mark, and I fall. You know, I can. That's a very realistic picture you just played. Thank you. I'm good at de- yeah. depicting things. I'm also joined by. Uh, oh, oh my god, that nostril is disgusting. Oh my god, do you trim your hair, nigga? <laughs> this quarantine ain't done you right at all. <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> damn! damn.
0: Paul, Paul, like jalapeno on a steak ass nigga.
1: I like that Objection. we just have one episode where we kind of built each other up, and now we're just going to tear each other down. Now you're just tearing me down. Jump. That's
3: never changed. They always tear me down.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. rise back up.
2: <laughs> like, ah,
0: ah, like that Phoenix nigga. All right. Um, and then uh, I'm joined by my cow. Uh, my guy, my cow. What's good, my guys? Hello. Um. So... <laughs> Today is our uh, our music episode. This is Michael's baby, so I'm going to let him explain what we're talking about
2: today. Alright, so today we're going to be talking about sophomore albums and our some of our favorites. Um, so, a sophomore album is arguably the most pivotal body of work that an artist puts out. Um, it's like this career-defining moment, and... Maybe less so nowadays because singles kind of drive sales instead of albums, but still. The dilemma becomes, do you stick to a formula that brought you success with your first work and risk being labeled or defined by a certain sound? Or do you try something new and risk alienating your fans? And is there some kind of balance that you need to strike?
0: Mm -hmm. Now, I was going to piggyback off of what Paul said, calling you a cheater for one of the albums you picked, you cheater. You cheater,
1: cheater, cheater, What did cheater, I cheat about? Cheater, Can we wait until I say my albums before you decide that you want to start calling me a cheater?
0: I know you like pumpkins, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, so, I, prefer, I prefer sweet potato pie, actually. Ooh, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. What's your objection?
3: Uh, sustained. Okay, continue.
2: Uh, what? Let go, Paul, oh, go ahead.
3: But well, you just jumped to me? I thought Michael was going first.
2: No, I was explaining what was happening. I'm passing the bug off. I'll, <laughs> I'll explain mine later. Oh, uh, God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, if we got to start with the best, then fine. I, I guess I'll go first. Oh, my God. Like so, so <laughs> I did a lot of soul searching for my stuff, right? I was going through iTunes. I was going through the library, right? Going through the catalog. I was like, yo, whose second album slaps? Uh huh.
0: Go ahead.
3: Who makes you bop, bop your neck?
0: Right?
3: Uh-huh. I ain't got no. Ain't got <laughs> no. One, right. See, so you lost. It. We we lost one.
0: All <laughs> <laughs> oh, those damn shoulder shrugs, bro.
3: <laughs> so, this is like a combo pick because one literally made me think of the other, and I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're together. The suspense uh, is killing me.
0: I can't even <laughs> wait no more. I I might die. I'm gonna I don't
3: say. Know. I'm gonna say Childish Gambino because of the internet and
1: Chance the Rapper Answer the rap. That's those oh. my picks.
0: Now why?
1: Question: Do question? do mixtapes count in this?
3: Yes, projects count. Because uh-huh. that album is doo mm-hmm. so I, I see. I <laughs> see.
1: You know what? I'm just gonna say if I'm gonna let that go, then you guys have to let my stuff go. Right, I guess I'll, let, I'll sustain that. <laughs> all all right, right. right, good. That's fair. <laughs> so why did, why did that one make you think of the other?
3: All right, so originally I was thinking of uh, because of the internet, because I was like, man, I'm trying to think of, like, uh, Gambino. First of all, Gambino is one of the most talented and experimental artists that I've listened to, like, from start to finish. Um, he was always tries to do something new every project and because the internet was definitely like a huge step for him. But then I thought about it and I was like, yo, chance was on that. And Rap a bot. And acid rap, <laughs> like first of all, like when you think of Chance to Rapper, right? Like Acid Rap, like Acid Rap gets the acclaim that most people's first projects get. Like everyone's like, oh that the first project, the album was amazing. Like, that was a huge intro, but that was Chance's second album. Usually the sophomore slump is at uh, terms here for a reason, right. but that man feels no slumps. He has no humps. He, He's just- Until the next album. Escalated. Right. <laughs> it, it was, no, that's technically two albums. Two albums later. <laughs> okay, right, okay. two albums fine. later. I'm but this last two one longer. was
0: kind of rough. Which is fine.
3: That's like four albums. That's like yeah. four projects of hype. Acerac created hype for this man for like seven years. Right, I'm not bit.
1: going to lie, cocoa butter kisses can make can uh, you know get you going for Sager a while. Racks. My
0: mom yeah. think good I, think I <laughs> We didn't even get the cocoa <laughs> butter
1: kisses yet. The
3: intro to that album is crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> I'm like,
0: oh my. <laughs> hey, do you want to hear a fun fact, Paul? Yeah, yeah. Did you know that Charles Gambino was related to Donald Glover? <laughs> Do you think they both know that guy from community? I. That's what I'd be, <laughs> be wondering. Objection. <laughs> Bullshit claim. You ain't know that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd do that, bro. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> but,
1: uh, are there any like commonalities between those two? I think so. Look. Um,
3: mm-hmm. I mean, it helps because. Gambino was literally working with Chance during that time. Um, uh-huh. Chance was going on tour with Gambino and, like, trying to get himself out there because his first project, Ten Day, like, it was good, but he didn't, like, have a lot of mainstream notoriety. Um, his mainstream success definitely came from rap. Um and... I think they're both honestly I just think they're both in the same vibe because they're creating their projects around the same time and they're definitely mm-hmm. working in tandem with each other. Um if I had to say like one positive thing about both of them as far as like their their changes between albums, um their energy like really carries over like and they try to go for like with Chance at least at that time frame, like the experimentation he was doing with bands and with like juke music Um, it was, like, kind of iconic. Like, every feature Chance had after that, like, people were literally changing the beats of their songs during Chance's sections just to fit Mm Chance. Like, it was, like, he just brought this, like, undeniable energy into whatever song that he was on, including his own project. Now, if we're going to the future, we mean that you know, mm. but, you know <laughs> we're not talking about that we're talking
0: about the sophomore album This right. sophomore album is good. <laughs> i would say to your point though chance does switch his shit up all the time like whenever he's performing he always switches up the beat or the rhythm in some sort of way so it just doesn't get stagnant which i respect about it
1: when we were originally talking about like sophomore albums uh one of the things that came to my mind was like the idea of a sophomore album is kind of like a second date like the first album you can get people that are like oh this is interesting they might like they might like some things that you're doing but the sophomore album is really where i feel like you start to make fans like these people like once you once someone's hit you once it's like okay coincidence the second time it's like hold up i might actually really enjoy the things that this person puts out and I f- i'll follow them moving forward mm. so i, I and I, think that, and I think that's really interesting. Um, also, I think the other thing that's really big about sophomore albums, it's everyone else's first chance to see how the artist responds to criticism, you know? Because yep. you put out that first album and you don't know really how everyone's gonna feel. You don't know what everyone's gonna like or not like. But then once a second album comes out, now you've gotten that criticism back. And this kind of goes along with what Michael was saying at the beginning. And now it's like, how do you adjust to that criticism? And that like really like sets your trajectory moving forward, I think. Chance's uh,
3: sophomore album literally who's created Vic Mensa's career. And that's all people remember him for. Like, about bad, good. Good. I really <laughs> about Big Mensa. Okay.
1: So for for me, the sophomore albums I went with, I, I have three. One one doesn't really count because we already talked about it. Is that it's um, Future Nostalgia, and mm. besides it being besides it being an easy one to pick because we already spoke about it, that's I do fine. think it's a re- it's a really good like album, and I think it's a really good. Um, way of showing that an artist can change a lot between their first and second album. Um, but, um, the other two, though, that I'm going to talk that I want to talk about are the Marshall Matters LP and uh, Demon Days by uh, the Gorillaz. Uh, okay. Like, <laughs> hold up. Like we get the, cozy. <laughs> I feel like the Marshall Matters one kind of goes without saying. I mean, like, how many people have sophomore albums that literally changed the language of like English? Like the word Stan is now a thing because of that album. Like that's, that's fucking crazy. Like that's, like people say the word Stan all the time. Like I saw, like, I read one thing that was like Webster's dictionary actually has the word Stan in it now, meaning what, meaning obviously a psychotic fan. Um, and that's mm-hmm. like, wow. And I mean, besides that, um, it's technically kind of his third project but second album um but it's slim shady's second album so i think it's uh i think it still counts okay um and besides <laughs> that i also went with uh demon days from the gorillas and that's uh songs you might know on that are dare and um what's, what's the one song that everyone knows oh feel good Inc. Yeah. um i it's just one of those albums that you listen to and it just sounds like the entire time you're listening to it you're like this band is fa- like this band knows what its sound is. Like the entire album is like nice and cohesive and you're like Gorillaz is like listening to steampunk. Like the idea of what steampunk is. Like it's so it's so like futuristic but like also like kind of like the entire world is falling to pieces at the same time. And like, it's an album that like, I feel like if anyone listened to it, they'd be like, you'd either know right away if this is something that you really like and you're gonna listen to the rest of their discography, or you're like, this is... Facts, facts, facts,
0: facts. That, that, and shit, that
1: shit threw me off. You said, gorillas I said,
0: okay, I respect that, boy.
1: Yeah, it's oh like, God, I, gosh, I it. really <laughs> appreciate any like sophomore <laughs> album that like sets the tone for the rest of someone's career. like. Hmm. It says, like, this is what I'm going to be about moving forward, and this is what you can expect from me, you know? Huh, resume or some shit?
3: Right. This is what expected me in my job performance <laughs> from here on
0: out. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Inquire within.
0: <laughs> I, I want to say, uh, I guess I'll go. I, I suppose I guess I'll, I'll, go. I'll go right now. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. No, you can't go. You're banned.
0: Wow. It's like that, Paul? Yeah. I um, guess it is. Fuck you, kid. It's like, nah. Um, <laughs> I just want to say, I'm not the type of nigga to listen to albums. I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> uh, I'm the kind of person that just picks and chooses songs that I want to listen to. I will never go. I really go into a discography. I, like, J Electronic is the first album I've listened to in a while, and Duel Elite mm-hmm. as well. Um, and it was like 40 minutes long. And it was 40 <laughs> minutes long. Facts. Facts. It was like a shower. Um, <laughs> so, for me, picking albums is kind of. On the tougher side, I'm like a buffet kind of nigga. Let's just let's just put it like this, right? <clears throat> I'm a big nigga, right? You feel me? <laughs> I got, I'm a big ass nigga. I need to feed these games. You know, these traps ain't make these cells the food did, right? Now, 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 I like to go on and peruse the line. Think, think, think a song, think of singles, right? A, 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 as a Chinese buffet, right? You want, you want some rice? Go and get you some rice. You want some chicken? Go and get you some chicken. You. <laughs> What surprise? I ain't, I ain't a restaurant kind of nigga. I ain't go, I ain't gonna sit in one spot order one thing.
1: Sounds like you have a problem with commitment, Elijah. I do. Uh, <laughs> I do. You make, you grow the fuck up.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.
1: Anyone who doesn't like listening to albums <laughs> needs to girl the fuck up, according to us. now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With that being said, um, the albums I chose uh, was "Good Kid, Mad City" by Kendrick Lamar. Um, is that his second album? I looked it up and said it was. I don't know. I
3: <laughs> <laughs> Google it, said it, it was. <laughs> that's a good second album.
0: Yeah, that's that was album. that was all fucking all fuck fuego. That album, that's a fucking it Fucking bang man down. Where you from? No. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that is what I know. Yeah, nigga, I, I... You think I just gonna put it down? I researched it. Yo,
3: I'm not gonna lie. I used to be a Kendrick hater. Really? I, not a hater for him, but I hated back some It was good. Really? Like, it's retroactive. Like, as I grew more into my rap bag, I obviously liked it more. But Ignorant PJ, back in the day, that was... <laughs> no, no better. All these... Everyone was playing that damn song.
1: I was like,
0: my it's, on one of,
1: pans. It's, it's one of those songs that, like, I feel like you enjoy and then you see everyone else enjoy and you're like, mm, I don't know if I like <laughs> it as much anymore, like, you know, I like I see like white people, I see like white guys at parties rapping the entire thing and I'm like, yes. maybe I don't like yeah. it as much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah.
0: That's it's a lot of bops. That's, yeah, that's why I chose it, cut. I think shit. Shit, you think I got a bad thing now? Nah. I was just thinking, is Kinko sure. on that album?
3: Okay, no. <laughs> That's a December <laughs> <Timberburg> birthday. <line. laughs> yeah, well, it was like, Bitch, Don't Kill My Vibe, um, Swimming Pool, Sing yeah. About Me.
0: There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot yeah. of good stuff on that. Poetic Justice? Oh, I guess. But... Oh, you're yeah, alright, nigga. Relax. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Relax. Hey. <laughs> hey. Relax, you hate me. Our... Alright, alright, alright. Yes. Nah. Uh, <laughs> like I was saying, I came across Kendrick uh, during the uh, BET Hip Hop Award Cypher. This nigga was spitting all flames. I said, oh, wait a minute. And that led me into Rigor Mortis. And I said, oh, wait a minute. And that led me into this album. I said, oh, wait a minute. But anyway, oh I digress. <laughs> Second album, <laughs> uh, Tower of the Creator, Goblin. Um, oh, that's, yeah. that's
3: kind of it, yeah, it's kind of cool too. Thank do. you. I
0: know. It's I think. Cool. I think Yonkers. Yeah, Yonkers is on that shit. That's where I first came across that nigga Tyler. This nigga ate a cockroach in the video. What's wrong with you? Uh, oh I my mean, god! I mean, yes, uh, yes, you're nasty, but I messed with the, the a song. Cockroach.
3: Say, this is what I do to my enemies and just bite the niggas head off. <laughs> People you will know, go far for their art.
0: Facts. <laughs> you, you know those memes that say, like, if someone had, like, a weapon pointed to your head and say, you got to spit uh, all the lyrics to a song, what song you choosing? Yonkers. Yeah. That's my song right there. I know yeah. every, every word, except <laughs> I just came across the remix not too long ago, and then he kept going. I said, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know that it. <laughs> I didn't know that, but nah, Tyler is another one that does experiment with his music as well, which mm. I definitely
2: appreciate. But I'm gonna shut the fuck up, Michael. What's your what's your albums? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, see, I went a little more on the the pop side. I kind of figured I would be the one to balance that out a little bit. Thank um, you. Um, so the first one that I picked was Adele's 21 yeah that's a classic um so i mean we were introduced to Adele in 2009 when she came out with uh, 19 and you know she had this like alluring voice or whatever and her lyrics were very mature despite only being 19 um but it was the follow-up 21 that really kind of just propelled her to whatever she is now oh The album 21, it was the world's best-selling album for two years in a row. Um, And Billboard's 200 album chart ranked it as the greatest album of all time. And it's certified diamond, which means it sold 10 million copies, which is unheard of to do in today's society because we don't sell albums anymore. I'm looking up these... Um, I'm looking up the song titles. My nipples are getting hard right now, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just... I remember when Rolling in the Deep came out, and it was just this monster, like, unapologetic hit about a breakup and not letting, like, your ex get to you. And I was like, oh, oh okay. Facts. And then even worse, when the when the fall hit and someone like you came out, I just remember, like, thinking, Adele, you have no right to come at us like this. I, uh, like, who the fuck do you think <laughs> you are? Because it's, <laughs> it's just her voice in this <sighs> piano, and you yeah. can feel her sadness leaking from the speakers, and it's yeah. just... Every song on that album was like that. It was just this larger-than-life voice that you don't hear all too often. Right. Um, nice. And I enjoy it every time I listen Jeez, to it. So. These songs. That, that was see, a right. That was the first pick. Um The second one I picked was "Fearless" by Taylor Swift. Now wow. you're just gonna have to hear me out on this one. No, 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 no. Go ahead. wait, go ahead, wait. Go ahead, go ahead. Because I, I say a lot that I think that Taylor Swift is one of the most gifted songwriters that we have of our generation. She has this, like, way that she can invo- invoke the most specific feelings, like, with just a phrase. And it's really powerful. Um, I'm
0: going to let you finish, uh, Michael, but Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like that's so, so if I go with you. The funny thing is, so I have three albums. I pick Kanye West, late registration as the third one. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. No, great. I could not do it. Um, I, I'm tempted to not even finish talking about Tyler Swift just because. Of that. But uh, like the thing about Fearless, though is it's the one one of the few albums that I can listen to every single song without like wanting to skip one. Um, yep. and I think. I might be a little tethered to it because like the songs touch on like almost like teenage issues and I was 15 when the the album came out so it's like you know something that always sticks with me and now when I hear it I don't kind of cringe at how childlike and free spirited it is instead I'm I almost experience like nostalgia for those feelings um and I think that's a hard thing to achieve and she does it well as for Kanye um I think he had the hardest job out there to follow up the college dropout. That album had songs like "Through the Wire" and "Jesus Walks" and slow jams and "All Falls Down." So he kind of set the bar really high for himself. Um, but when Late Registration came out and he had like "Gold Digger," "Touch the Sky," and "Hey Mama," he had this incredible way of showing off like all his insecurities by using this air of like false bravado. And it just carried over from that first album to this album super well. And he struck the balance that I mentioned at the beginning. You know, his familiar personality bleds through his songs, but the style and the quality of his production changed so much. And it was for the better, in my opinion. He overcame, you know, the concept of a sophomore slump in a way that only Kanye can do. And he's still fucking killing it.
1: It's funny, though, because that actually makes me think of um, a point that I was thinking that I think that uh definitely hits on that album and I think it hits on uh, like a lot of the albums that we that we spoke about is that like this I feel like the first album you get like an idea of what an artist is but the second album like that sophomore album is like a lot of times where artists start to become like more personal about things like you get to like learn more about like their lives a lot of time in that sophomore album. Because and I think that's really interesting. Um, I think that's also another thing that can make people like bigger fans of people of artists just by listening to their sophomore album, because they start to feel like they know them
2: better. I mean, look at what it just did to Billie Eilish. She just had the biggest freaking like <coughs> view of her career. That
0: motherfucker whispered her way to the top. Whispered <laughs> her, <laughs> her way to the top. <laughs> 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 She's a good songwriter, though. Low-key, though. I fuck with her shit. Oh, absolutely. Still, Still gonna, gonna make fun of her, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I My <laughs> whispers niggas just sleeping shit. <laughs> <laughs> My baby on <what> a tree.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. When y'all listen to an album, is there something that you may expect going
2: into it, or do you go into an album with an open mind? Um, if it, that makes sense. It depends, because, like, I, things are so much different now than, like, how I remember consuming music. Like, even 10 years ago, now it's like you almost have access to, like, four or five singles before the album actually comes out. So you kind of already know what you're getting into before you listen to it. Right. As opposed to having, like, one big single and wondering, like, is this just, like, you know, the party song from the album to, you know, have good radio fodder and the rest is really serious? Or is this, like, the whole vibe? You never know, but now you kind of can tell beforehand.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Like, I wonder what it was like when people, like, had no idea what was coming out, what was going to happen, and then they just, like, bought the album, and then it was like, this is how it is. I think a lot of artists do a really good job of, like, giving you an idea if this is going to be an experimental album or if this is going to be, like, kind of more of the same, especially with sophomore albums. I think it's really important because I think, like, a solid – 50% Fifty percent of them are more of the same, and fifty percent of them are like, now I'm going to take you in a completely different direction. And I have to say, I do usually have expectations going into albums like that. Whether you know? or not I should is different than what, I, what actually <laughs> happens, but I usually <laughs> do. Okay. It
3: was weird. Like I used to think that like older albums were like, oh, they were constructed better than the better albums. But then like I started like my first pick was actually going to be Boyz II Men too because it was one of the highest-selling R&B albums of I'm all time. Surprised. Like, you had on Bend the Knee, uh, Make Love To You, all that stuff. Like, you had classic big R&B songs. But then I listened to that shit. Mm-hmm. Yo, what type of forgettable nonsense was that fucking album? It's what? just a bunch of
1: filler in between the two big songs.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: it's it, it really does become a thing where you're like, how, is, a, is an album really, like as good as it's like few standouts or does it need all of those songs in between to be like you know maybe even if they're not memorable just to be good like enjoyable like you don't skip them every time you listen to the album like if you're just gonna skip 8 out of the 12 songs every time you listen to the album you might as well just listen to the singles why are you wasting your time
0: so, yo, remember when uh, Paul hit us up And said we got extra tickets to the Boys to Men concert <laughs>
1: <laughs> That Boys to Men concert Literally uh, literally Just the three of us And like a sea <laughs> of 50 year, and 40 year old black women <laughs> Paul I was, was like, getting it too bro were like, We are not the target like... audience here <laughs>
0: Bro, Yo, I, I was hyping as shit. It was just, it was fun as fuck. But it's just funny to look back on, like, <laughs> just, uh, just see an older woman taking their panties off and shit for boys and men. And then it's just, yeah, us. we're like, <laughs> we're like twenty years
1: old, just sitting there, like, yeah, this is this is what we're doing. <laughs> that was at a high school, wasn't it? Was that high school? I feel like it was high school. That was high
0: school. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Because yeah, Paul's
1: mom oh, drove God. us. I'm getting old. Oh, yeah, you're right. Your mom did drive us. And why would she drive us if we were in college? Good point. Oh,
0: my yep. God. That was fucking
1: <laughs> hilarious. Bro. Let's go again. <laughs> Let's go again. Yeah. The Bruno
0: Mars
3: concert that had Boyz open was crazy, though. Really? That was really good. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was all the the hype without the 40-year-old black woman
1: i mean they're still there but like <laughs> i um, was <laughs> gonna say the reason was definitely there so i don't know what you're talking about it was the main focus of the costume <laughs> oh, fuck.
0: um well i is that, i think that does it right? yeah i think so i'm gonna go mm-hmm. eat some chinese but i haven't eaten in 20 hours so i'm gonna go yeah. uh I'm gonna go you got chinese new bro where are you chinese at i don't got oh, no chinese. i, I,
3: I had, had some chinese yesterday, yesterday. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm hungry as hell Why oh fellas I- fellas uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. you'll be
3: glad to hear we have an official youtube channel wow, wow.
0: what do you wow. know what you do? right wow. now it's called between you and me thank you for listening to another episode of between you and me appreciate all the support follow us on twitter at between the you and me too <laughs> like the poo uh follow us on our facebook fan page at between you and me and look out for our instagram that's coming too as well as a youtube channel the homie paul gonna start editing the videos thank you paul you the best and uh toodles did dude. i have
3: a fucking booger i'm f- telling
0: me. you bro you think i was oh fucking- <laughs> oh that
1: would suck if someone was recording this
3: oh <laughs> no i hope i didn't oh bitch